One of the number one struggles that I see with participants, with clients, with wellness in general is somebody will tell me, I lack the motivation. But really and truly, it's not motivation that they lack. It is self-discipline because motivation comes from the inside. Don't shame yourself that you're not motivated because guess what? Even the elite of the elite lack motivation sometimes. It has been said that self-discipline is the single most important attribute to becoming successful. Now, that's a pretty bold statement, but I have content to back it up. And today we discuss 11 important and simple self-discipline ingredients and how you can start building on these easily starting today. You're listening to Kathy's Coaching Podcast. I have been a certified fitness trainer and certified life coach since 2002. On this channel, we talk about corporate fitness, wellness, good for the mind, body, and soul. I help others improve their productivity and success through having a growth mindset, healthy habits, and fitness. Self-discipline helps you stay focused on reaching your goals, gives you the gumption to stick with difficult tasks, and allow you to overcome obstacles and discomfort as you push to new heights. I think it is safe to say that this virtue ranks right up there in the top of our virtue building process. Yes, I have what is called a mini course or a 12-week course on building virtues. This video is on self-discipline, which is one of the virtues that we work on. You can find your 12-week free program at kathyowen.com backslash virtues. Self-discipline happens to be very important for a person to build motivation. It allows one to exercise control over oneself and avoid thinking or feeling negative. One of the biggest challenges I see in fitness is motivation. Motivation comes from the inside and I cannot teach somebody motivation. I can lead a horse to water, but I can't make it drink. That's been a big struggle for me. And usually only 5% of the 100% of people are going to take that motivation to the next level or take what I model to the next level. As your personal trainer, I can't teach you motivation, but I can give you actionable information so you can do those great feats and set New Year's resolutions that actually stick. Have you ever been in a place where you do not feel motivated? Yeah, me too. I remember a time when I did not feel a true purpose and calling. I did not want to wake up in the morning to get in my exercise and I wanted to sit around and watch mindless TV and eat junk food and just hang out with the only ones I felt loved by. And that was my dogs, Rusty and Sadie. But this is never a good thing. This leads to a spiral of more bad habits and mindless social media scrolling, eating junk food, and even drinking alcohol to numb the pain. Oddly enough, if you start to develop new skills that help you acquire self-discipline, you find yourself motivated, inspired, and even motivated despite what's going on in your world. 
this will spill over to different aspects of our lives in so many ways. If you do not have any goals or aims in your life, you tend to drift, as mentioned in the book Outwitting the Devil, which is a great book by Napoleon Hill. I highly recommend it. Actually, it's in my top three on my books at kathyowen.com backslash books. If you do not take any action to improve your life, you can likely stay stuck in a bad habit. Been there, done that. This can lead to a lack of self-discipline. This habit is one of the reasons for the lack of self-discipline. Lack of willpower, motivation, and ambition are also causing a lack of self-discipline. But how does one build self-discipline? Great question. Well, today we discuss this very thing, and I'm bringing you 11 important self-discipline ingredients. Napoleon Hill was the famous self-help author and speaker who is best known for his book, Think and Grow Rich, in which he teaches the power of positive thinking and self-discipline as a means to achieving success. Building self-discipline is a process that takes time and effort, but there are some things you can do to help develop it. Number one, know your strengths and weaknesses. Strengths are defined as character traits or skills that are considered positive. Strengths include knowledge, attributes, skills, and talents. Weaknesses are just the opposite. Weaknesses are defined as character traits or skills that are considered negative or not as well developed. Weaknesses include blind spots, poorly developed skills, or problematic personal behaviors. When we know our strengths and weaknesses, we can identify the tools to help us develop self-discipline and, of course, know the things that hold us back. And when you know your strengths, you can put them on one side of the page, list them, and then list your weaknesses on one side of the page. And don't shame yourself for your weaknesses. You can shame yourself for your strengths. We all have strengths and weaknesses. What we want to build on is the strengths that we have that attribute to our success. And we want to work on and not shame ourselves for our weaknesses. Number two, set clear goals and have an execution plan. Self-discipline requires a clear goal to work toward diligently. Without a clear plan in mind, self-discipline is ineffective in reaching your goals you set for yourself. Without clear goals, you might succeed but not achieve your goals. Without clear objectives and persistence, your efforts may fall flat. I see this so many times in January, New Year's resolutions. The gym gets extremely busy. My business gets extremely busy. But people start falling off if they don't set a real clear goal and have an execution plan. Usually if you hire a trainer, that's going to help you have that execution plan and give you something to stick to it. But again, motivation comes from the inside. I can only lead a horse to water. I can't make it drink. And so I can model motivation, but I can't instill it in a person. But I can show them how to set clear goals and have self-discipline. Oftentimes, we are met with the end of the calendar year and the goal pursuit was not met. We stayed stuck in our so-called comfort zone and did not reach the end of the year meeting our goals and plans. Don't worry. We will discuss the next steps so you can leave this video, this podcast episode with a new action plan so this will not happen to you in 2023. Number three important self-discipline ingredient, 
is remove temptations. Now, this one may seem obvious, but have you given in to temptation without paying attention to what you are doing? Don't feel bad. We're all guilty of this behavior. In fact, marketing banks on it. Studies show that distracted shoppers are more likely to sample food at the sampling station in the supermarket. And why wouldn't they? If you're distracted, the logical part of your brain has gone and you're left in that nasty, spoiled brat part of your brain that wants everything now. Set yourself up for success by managing yourself and your surroundings by removing temptations. When you do this, it helps to make decisions automatic and self-reinforcing. So you can focus on priorities and decisions that matter. It's almost like you're removing the root cause of those external threats when you remove the temptations from your life. We've all done it. You have a snack that you really like and you've stocked up on it at the grocery store and you just go to it and mindlessly eat. And we also know, our logical brain knows, that if we remove it from the house, it won't be a distraction. However, it's easier said than done. And that's why we have several more ingredients to help with our self-discipline. Number four, have an execution plan. Going in with a plan will help give you the growth mindset and self-control necessary for the situation. You will also save energy by not having to make a sudden decision based on your emotional state, as we saw in the previous examples of resisting temptations. Benjamin Franklin originated the idea of the 12-week virtue building plan that you are in the midst of right here, right now. He said, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. And I couldn't agree more. When you have an execution plan, you take control of your life. You grab the bull by the horns, as we say here in Texas, and you set best intentions for a new future, a new and a better future. Number five, create new habits and rituals. I remember the Christmas of 2007 like it was yesterday. I was all alone. Well, my dogs were there, but technically I was all alone. I had people I could have spent the holiday with, but I did not want the reminder that my family was no longer the same. At that time, I made the best use of this wonderful so-called opportunity, and I created new habits and rituals around Christmas. This action step proved helpful to this day. Habits, routines, and rituals provide structure and stability when everything else feels chaotic. By creating them, we can take control of our lives to direct our focus forward, what is truly important to us. Talk about long-term success. Number six, practice daily diligence. Diligence is defined as careful and persistent work or effort. This reminds me of homework for life. And I first heard of this process of storing stories of our life from Matthew Dix in his book, Storyworthy. Homework for Life is a trademark process by which a person can begin to find and document the stories that already exist in our lives. At first, it took an effort to practice this daily, but the next thing I know, I needed persistence. Once I became persistent and took those daily notes, it became a habit. So how will you practice daily diligence? It may seem like hard work, but the good news is once you get started, it will help you create good habits of daily persistence. This happens in successful people. 
I'm just saying. Number seven, change your perception about willpower. According to most psychological scientists, willpower can be defined as the ability to delay gratification and resist short-term temptations in order to meet the long-term goals. The capacity to override an unwanted thought, feeling, or impulse. Making flow a priority has drastically changed my life for the better. I am more productive and effective with my time, energy, and resources. Popularized by positive psychologist Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, the flow state describes a feeling where under the right conditions, you become fully immersed in whatever you are doing. It's where challenge meets skill. It's where willpower kicks into high gear without even giving it conscious effort to it. Flow is the most important state for productivity, but it is not only when you are concentrating on a single, interesting, complex, but not too complex task outside of your surroundings and time at peak concentration. In the flow state, willpower is not technically used. Endurance and patience are also a big part of flow. And that, my friend, is the power of self-discipline in a nutshell. Number eight, give yourself a backup plan. I like to call it a safety net. When you have a backup plan, you give yourself a way forward if you are not making traction in your current goals and plans. A backup plan can be a great way to switch gears easily. You can put timelines on different phases of your work. For example, you can focus most of your energy on your main plan until a specific date and then switch your backup plan if you think you are not making enough progress. Backup plans are vital. Knowing you're prepared for unexpected eventualities allows you to be flexible and roll with the punches. To me, that's a great place to be. Number nine, find trusted mentors or coaches. I read this post from a fellow coach today on Instagram. It said this, I regret venting to my husband, my friends, or anyone who would listen about work, and here's what I would do instead. She went on to say it would be better to vent to someone who could actually help me, someone who has experienced similar challenges, someone who could help me see my blind spots, someone who knew the right questions to ask to help me better understand my abilities and strengths, and someone who could help me feel empowered to lead. Those things right there are what a coach can provide you. A coach or a mentor can be just that person. And trust is the key word here. I prefer my trusted mentor, Joseph Rodriguez, over those who market and force. You know, I talk about power versus force marketing, and there's a lot of force marketing out there if you're not careful and you're unsure. Or if you're venting to your spouse, it's kind of like they want to help you. They want to fix you. And sometimes their advice can be kind of definitely not the right advice, but they're trying to help you and they're coming from a place of kindness but it's also they don't understand your circumstances. The positive outcomes that came from my coaching interactions with Joseph have been an extremely powerful tool in my business and my life. By the way, I'm a certified fitness trainer and certified life coach and have been since 2002. You can always visit my website to see what kind of content I have as well as courses and coaching. 
at kathyowen.com. Number 10, forgive yourself and move forward. Forgiveness is huge. I like going to put fireworks up here right now because if you do not forgive yourself, it can lead to guilt and shame. And shame is low on the levels of consciousness. Remember that. And guilt is a quick destroyer of dreams. Vadim Seelin says it himself in Reality Transurfing. You apologize once sincerely and let it go. Forgive yourself. We all make mistakes. If you fail at resisting temptation, remember I said don't shame yourself, don't criticize yourself, and don't make yourself feel guilty. Accept that you had a slip up and move on. Self-guilt can tr contribute to your levels of stress, thus leading you to weakened willpower and even more problems resisting the temptation on another occasion. Just let it go and try to do better next time. And definitely don't be so hard on yourself. Number 11, practice patience. Building self-discipline takes time and patience. So be patient with yourself and don't get discouraged if you don't see results right away. Having patience allows us to absorb a setback and keep it going. In essence, maintaining our determination. It's important to understand situations will not always go according to plan. See number eight. Having the mindset to make adjustments to our plans when undesired circumstances arise is one way to stay on task. Let go of all that mind chatter. Realize the desired outcome will be here. It just takes time. Old habits die hard, but patience will take you a long way on this journey. Here's a bonus tip going to give you. So really, it's tip number 11. Empower your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is one of your most powerful assets. The thing is, we tell our subconscious minds the wrong things. You see, our subconscious mind takes everything literally. If you tell it the sky is yellow, it's going to think the sky is yellow. We must know and question our belief systems. When we do this, we discover our strengths. Remember number one? And also our core values. Our choices and decisions then become very clear and very easy. That is the power of self-discipline, but it is a process. And you will find yourself with greater self-discipline comes greater motivation. You will find you have the mental toughness it takes to get you through the toughest times. Here are a couple more resources on self-discipline, aka some of the best books. You know me. I'm a book reader. No Excuses by Brian Tracy, Willpower by Roy Ballmeister, and The Seven Laws of Productivity by Brian Cagney. Remember, building self-discipline is a journey, not a destination. It takes time, effort, and patience to develop. But by consistently working on it, you will be able to achieve greater control over your thoughts, emotions, and actions, and be able to reach your goals. But you can do it. I have faith in you. Thank you for spending part of your day with me. This concludes my episode. I trust that you found it helpful. If you know somebody who can benefit from this, please share it with them. And until next time, I will see you next time. Peace out and namaste.